What's good? It's your boy Stephen Malcolm, and you are listening to MTMV Sports. Let's get it. Are you ready? Wrestling fans, are you ready? You're listening to The Outsider's Edge with Game Jay Kells. My check one, two, one, two, what's happening? And Sam Blackwell. For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. Not finished yet. I'm not leaving till everybody gets these hands. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble. Ladies and gentlemen, you're here with the most dangerous wrestling podcast around the outsider's edge. This is your boy, Damo, with Sam Blackwell. Yes, sir. So we're about to end off the year strong with our last podcast of 2018. We're going to talk about how great or how not great the year was and get ready for 2019 and what's to come. So how you feeling, Sam? And noticeably absent on this episode is the third member. The advocate. (laughs) The advocate who much like his fighting champion shows up when he wants to. Exactly. (laughs) Yes, we are trolling J. Kells because he is not here. So hopefully he might be able to call in at some point. If not, it'll just be me and Sam. Uh, It's a contract to see. (laughs) <laughs> Roll, <laughs> rolling strong like uh, <laughs> like Seth and Dean used to. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Sam doesn't turn heel on me. <laughs> they give me dirty deeds on the concrete. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. Parts of this year made me want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Lunatic friends over here. <laughs> so, so yeah. So we're gonna talk just overall overview of uh, WWE for the year, highlights, lowlights, and like I said, some predictions for 2019. So, Sam, what are you, what are some of your highlights for the year? Oh, okay. I got a few. First, first off, NXT Takeover in Chicago. Velveteen Dream and Ricochet had one of the best matches I've seen in years. Mm. Like those, those two together, well, Ricochet really with anybody is amazing. Um, Becky Lynch, period. <laughs> like everything that she did this year, that's a highlight. Specifically, though, her match with Charlotte at Evolution. Mm-hmm. start for for the wrestling world though I thought I mean it it created a big buzz I mean I've never uh, um, been familiar with uh, New Japan at all but I heard about that (laughs) it was like wait what's this going on like 
I don't even know, I'm not even familiar with this, but it's making buzz all the way over here like crazy. And um, I, and I did see some of the, uh, there was a lot of stuff on Instagram, uh, like a press conference they did. I thought the press conference was crazy. Chris Jericho attacked uh, Kenny Omega. I was like, whoa. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is crazy. And, and I, Oh, you did? How was the pay-per-view? I saw some of the highlights from the Omega Jericho match, and just from and then I went back and watched that match at work later that day. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's the thing about that stuff that's in a different time zone. It's like it just totally throws you off because it's like it used to being oh, home. But that was <laughs> felt special because when else am I going to get up at three in the morning to watch a pay-per-view? <laughs> right. <laughs> like that made it, it made it feel like a, it added another layer. Right. It's like okay. Um, let's see. I would have to say, um, for me, uh, earlier in the year was, um, uh, the, uh, the title is slipping in my mind right now. Uh, was it the greatest Royal Rumble, uh, that they, okay. that they did overseas? Um, um, I thought, uh, I thought WrestleMania, of course, was, was great, but I thought that that, was like I didn't think that they could do anything bigger than WrestleMania for the whole year. Like I thought they would do great stuff for the whole year. I didn't I didn't expect it to be a bad event. I thought it was going to be pretty big cuz they were doing it overseas. They were really hyping it up. But I thought, you know, pr- pretty much year to year to me WrestleMania is kind of like the gold standard of what a great pay-per-view is. And um, and I thought they exceeded it with Greatest Royal Rumble. Um, re- it really, it really felt like in two months' time, it felt like you got WrestleMania twice in one year, and it was like, whoa, like wait, this is great. Um, yeah, I thought that was great. Um, uh, I would probably say, uh, just in a general sense, a great highlight was was them doing a lot of different stuff with pay per views, like Greatest Royal Rumble. Uh, the uh, the uh, trophy Braun Strowman won uh, to oh, yeah. to get that his title shot. Uh, I thought that was I thought that was a great highlight. Um, probably not. I I put it on my list, but it's not necessarily at the top of the list. Um, I thought it's it's something that kind of panned out as the year went on. Um, bringing on Ronda Rousey. Um, yeah. I thought it, I, I think it's turning out really well because I for a little bit I was I was concerned <laughs> I was like oh this is about to crash and burn um, at first uh, but I feel like that's that's become a highlight of the year that's really that's really turning out really well the development of her character is is panning out um, she's getting a lot better with the promos and stuff like that so I think she's getting a seems like she's getting a grasp of everything. Um, I wasn't worried about her, the physical aspect um, as far as her in-ring stuff because I'm like, she's an MMA champ, former MMA champion. I was like, I'm really not worried about her. I want to see her fight somebody, but um, yeah. that panned out. But I was worried about her as a character. I felt like she was gonna burn. I felt like she was gonna bomb, but she hasn't. That's panned out. Um, you mentioned uh, Evolution. I thought Evolution was great. Um, oh yeah. The the women's division period. Um, the first women's Royal Rumble, uh, all of that's uh, been great. I mean, the women's divisions really stepped up. I mean, main eventing, uh, pay per views, and stuff like that. They re- they've really stepped up. Um, yeah, I probably say now. I mean, I've been following women wrestling for a long time. Like I used to watch it as a kid, along with WWE, and I probably enjoy it more now than I ever have. Um, it's just great. And um, I would probably say uh, um, my last one would be uh, the the turnaround of SmackDown. I think SmackDown really ended the year strong. Like I felt like oh, yeah. I think SmackDown um, 
they've I know they've always had the battle when they did the brand split of you know Raw's the A show, SmackDown's the B show, and and you know SmackDown was always like, oh no, we're the better show, blow. And I don't think SmackDown's been the better show for a long time. And I think now they've made it legitimate that they are making themselves the better show. And um, yeah, because usually, <clears throat> you know, SmackDown was. Like I have, I have some of my favorite shows that come on Tuesday night. SmackDown was. Let me check it during a commercial break. Um, but like now it's kind of yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. SmackDown was the like. Yeah, it was like. Know, stop everything on Thursday night because SmackDown's on. Yeah, SmackDown was the show. I think so, and I, I like I said, I really think SmackDown's making a strong comeback, because um, I've always felt like maybe they um, they need to put some different stars over there, but it's like, when you look at it, it's like, no, they have some good, they have some quality stars over there, but I think it's that, um, like you said, I think, I think Raw has a different kind of feel to it, it has a more of a, a hoopla to it, where yeah. where SmackDown is more for just like the hardcore just I want to see people fight I don't need a whole I don't need too much of a lot of extra stuff going on outside of the match I just need I need stuff to kind of give me a little bit of story but give me a lot of match you know kind of get to the point because um later I've been watching Raw like I think they could probably shorten it back to two hours like because I kind of feel like. I, I, like when I watch Raw it's like when I watch Raw I want to see the beginning because the beginning is going to set set off whatever else is going to happen for the rest of the night so I want to see the beginning of it you see that first 45 minutes of Raw then it's going to go into a lull from a, going into the 9 o'clock hour to 10 o'clock and everything is just kind of like a build up because you set up the 10 o'clock hour doing from 8 to 9 and now it's just from nine to ten. Okay, this is what happened in the eight o'clock hour. Like that's pretty much kind of how it goes. That whole that whole middle hour, yeah, and then like, yeah. So it's like if you missed the beginning, watch the second hour because then you'll catch up on everything. And then now you get into the second hour. It's like okay, we're getting close to the main event. We're getting close to whatever was built up in the beginning of the show. But yeah, I feel like they could probably they probably could shorten it back to an hour, and I think that's probably. What um, what makes a big difference with SmackDown is like SmackDown kind of gets to the point of everything. They don't it's not dragged out for so for too much longer. But yeah, I think right. I think SmackDown was the was a was a strong point at the end of the year. Um, <clears throat> now what do you what are you, what are some of your 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 low lights? <laughs> Just from watching like social media, like a bunch of different like uh, wrestling pages I follow and stuff like that, it was just like they're um, 
There are a lot of people that were like kind of unhappy with the product. <laughs> like they just felt like, and 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 some of those people that were unhappy were people who were like heavy into it. Decided to come back because they love it so much, and when they came back, it was like, <laughs> like why did I do this? Why did I do this to myself? And then they. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> like, oh yeah, <laughs> click. <laughs> yeah, like I said, and even for me, like I'm a, you know, I'm a heavy wrestling watcher. Like, and I've been like that since I was a kid. It's like wrestling comes on. It's like for this hour, two hours, everything stops so I can watch this because this is this is my show. And it's like even with um, with Raw, as much as I've enjoyed it, I like I said, I've kind of figured out how it works, and it's just kind of like okay, like. Oh, I can miss this or it's like I pretty much um the only times I really, really uh were hyped about watching it was if they advertised a particular uh star was gonna be there or um the show right after a pay per view because I always felt like the show right after a pay per view is always extra hype. It doesn't even matter what the pay per view especially WrestleMania, but any pay per view during the year the show right after the pay-per-view yeah so i i kind of set that standard of yeah let me let me check out the show after the pay-per-view because there's going to be extra because they're going to kind of capitalize on that pay-per-view i kind of felt like that's um uh sort of a low light is uh smackdown doesn't have that advantage per se it's like it's fresh like the pay-per-view was sunday night Raw can jump right on it on Monday, and but then it's like, okay, now you've had a SmackDown, you've had a day to kind of let it simmer. Now you got to try to build back up, even though it's just been two days. You got to try to build back up that hype to that same event. <clears throat> but um, speaking of uh, Anvil, how do how do you feel about the uh, the storyline they're doing with Natalia and Ruby Riot, where she's kind of throwing his death in her face. Like, how do you feel about that? I mean, part of me thinks it's kind of in bad taste, but, I mean, that's how WWE's always done. People, like, people losing their family. Like, if anything happens to you like that, it's going to be in the storyline. Now, that being said, I've enjoyed seeing, you know, just how you're finally... I guess kind of getting her shot. Mm-hmm. Like from TLC to the gauntlet to like all this stuff. It's like, okay, now, yes, she has to listen to Ruth Ryan said all this stuff about her recently deceased father. Right. But she's also, you know, kind of getting her justice in the ring with it. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know. I've. I've kind of felt weird about it because um, it's one, it's like somebody's died. <laughs> so it's like, why are we using that as a storyline? And um, and then two, um, I've, I've really grown to like Ruby Riot. And I was like, and I felt like she needed her shot. I just felt like this was a bad way to do it. Because of course, this got her more exposure. She's wrestling, you know, she's wrestling, uh, Natalia's not necessarily one of the biggest stars, but because of the, the the lineage and the legacy that comes connected with her name, kind of puts her on a different level. Um, and she's been around, you know, she's been in the company long enough, so she's one of the veterans. Yeah, so it's kind of like she can, yeah, you can use her to kind of put her over, but I was like, just kind of doing it this way. It's kind of like uh, I don't, I don't know. Just, just because it's like it's you're dealing with death. It's not like this was a made-up death. Like, no, this really happened. <laughs> like, he's really, he's really dead, dead. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a heel thing to do. Is, hey, somebody died. Let's talk about it. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I just thought it was. I don't know, and I get, and I guess probably. I mean, to be honest, I guess I feel some kind of way because I lost my dad two years ago. <laughs> so it's like, would yeah. I want them to do that? <laughs> like, it, I know it's, it's a, it's an act, it's a role or whatever, but it's kind of like I don't know. It's just a touchy subject. So I was kind of like, when the, when they had the mat, the final match, I was kind of like, okay, hopefully this angle is over. 
Like maybe keep the rivalry right. going somehow, but just I don't. Yeah, find another angle for it other than using her her dad's death. I kind of and 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 then at the same time, I kind of felt like I don't know. I mean, she may not feel that way because she did it, but I don't know. I just kind of feel like it's kind of disrespectful to him. Yeah. So. Nah, you're right. Yeah, so that was that was just my take on it. I'm, so I guess you can add that to my list of low lights too. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just like y'all shouldn't have did the storyline with Natalia and the dad and yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, but I will say uh that her and Ruby did have some great matches though. They they, they definitely they definitely um didn't didn't lack in that area. The, the matches were great. Um. Like at first, it felt kind of just random putting them together. Yeah. But as far as like the chemistry they had together, it worked. Yeah, it was it was good. Um. Um. I don't know necessarily say it's uh well, I don't necessarily say it's a low light, but um. Well, I guess the I guess they're probably doing that to probably so I was kind of like, are they trying to? Turn Ronda Rousey heel. I've kind of felt like they were they've been teasing at that lately. They've been teasing at making her a heel. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know no. because like at the at the you know he attacked who was on paper supposed to be the heel, and then after the gauntlet match. You know, Natalia wins. Ronda comes out and hugs her. It's like, well, okay, Natalia's not a heel, right? And Ronda's happy for her, so <clears throat> you know. Well, I think she may be a heel to the crowd, but not to the company. Yeah, there, well, there was the uh, the match uh, that she had where um, everybody booed her at the pay per view. Yeah, yeah. So that I was kind of like, what are they gonna do? But she she came out the next night in normal fashion, like she normally would. Like, hey, I'm coming out for a fight. So I was kind of like, okay, maybe maybe not. But it was just like that response. I was kind of like, oh, this this will be a nice setup for her to turn heel. Then, um, like you said, uh, they they've tried to make Becky a heel, but it ended up making her more like and made her more of a face. Of her being, of her acting like a heel made her more of a face. So, um, but I know that they've kind of had this thing going on back and forth with her and Charlotte and Rhonda. And um, so now I'm seeing teasers of that there's going to be a triple threat match for WrestleMania between them. And uh, but but when she came out and. Um, yeah, I don't know if they. I don't. I think they might have been fan made, but you know, people make those those promo flyers and post them on social media and stuff. I've seen some stuff where they they made a promo flyer, Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte in a triple threat match WrestleMania. So, speaking of triple threat, let's talk about that triple threat TLC match. My goodness. <laughs> How'd you feel about it? If it weren't for the evolution match between Becky and Charlotte, this TLC match would have gotten match of the year. Like, yeah, that was like the three of them together. Can I get that message again, please? Like, if you give me, let's say, let's say they do a triple threat match. Who you got? Who you got winning? If they did that, ooh. honestly, I got that because she's the hottest thing in the company right now. You WrestleMania, they always want to. Well, I, I say always, almost always. They 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 think they want to send the crowd home happy. Right. Yeah, I know WrestleMania is super like they put it real mainstream every year, like the media and stuff. 
but as far as the people who go to WrestleMania, those are the hardcore fans who want to see Becky win. Right. Like, they're the ones who are cheering her, even though we're told she's supposed to be a heel. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like every time I see the, um, the highlight reel of the night she turned heel against Charlotte, it's like everybody erupted. <laughs> it was like, like they've been waiting for this all this time. <laughs> and it, I mean, it totally, it totally made a turn for her of like trying to be the good girl or whatever. Now she's the man. <laughs> And I mean, just the 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 edge that it gives her is really good. And I think right now, um, I think I think the universe would be happy with anybody winning as long as it's not Charlotte. Yeah. Just as long as it's not Charlotte, it could be Ronda, it could be Becky. Just don't let it be Charlotte, because right now I feel like she's. She's that that John Cena Roman Reigns kind of status where it's just like okay you kind of pushed pushed her down our throat and we don't want it. <laughs> so, right. but, but, but at the same time though, I'm not as mad when it's when it's short, you know, getting the win. Oh nah, nah. I mean I lo- I love Charlotte Flair. Like I'm okay with it. Now, like, like when it was when it was like Cena or Roman or something, always get like coming back, like Elimination Chamber. Strowman knocked out everybody, <laughs> right? Only for Roman to beat him, <laughs> right? Right. It's like that's frustrating. <laughs> but if you just have a but if you have a like one match and it's going one, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that that makes sense. Sure. <laughs> Oh, oh I, it just feels different. Like, would I prefer to see other people win? Sure. But I'm not mad that she won. Right. I she wins. I can play, oh, okay, she won. Let's see her next week. Yeah, I, I definitely, oh. I definitely like Charlotte in the, in the, in the championship talks. Like, she, she needs to be there for a while. Like, it's, I think it's her time. I think it's Becky's time. Um, I like the, I like the rivalry between those two. You know, the best friends, two of them at the top of their game, and then they're going against each other. Like, I, I love it. Like I said, especially, you know, Becky's heel turn is just, <laughs> her heel turn is really not a heel turn. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, and I don't know, I think maybe, um, like I said, Ronda, Ronda has... Rhonda kind of has like somewhat of like a like a Bailey appeal like she's just like this really just like I'm just happy to be here kind of feel but then she kind of gets in the ring and she kind of has now she kind of has an edge like Becky which I, I, which I like I think it works for her so I th- that's why I think I really think it would be a real interesting match because it seems like when she gets in the ring she um she goes to she goes to another place. She go, she goes to a dark place, kind of like Randy. Right. And that yeah, and that works in the matches. Um, you brought up my you brought up my boy Roman. That's two low lights for Roman this year. <laughs> one, one. <laughs> Roman getting uh, screwed out of the title against Brock earlier this year in the cage match. <laughs> and, and Roman having to uh, relinquish the title because of his uh, le- battle with leukemia. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's a problem. That's a little white. The first one, the first one I'll, I'll argue is Jimmy Garner. <laughs> he got screwed, man. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll fight with Jimmy on that one. Ah, uh, he got screwed, man. <laughs> first. Went out on the cage first. No, it's whose feet touches the ground first. That's the whole point. <laughs> feet touch the ground. It's very specific. The rule is very specific. It's whose feet touch the ground. Brock landed on his back with his feet propped up in the air by the cage. Roman rolls over off of Brock and lands on the ground first with his feet touching the ground. 
Because you turned away. You didn't want to see it. Because you didn't want to see Roman yeah, win. Yeah. Roman should have won that night. I don't want to have to play the tape. I don't want to play the tape. Y'all saw the match. I don't want to play the tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roman to feet touched the ground Brock first. Walk away with the title. That's Bro- all that matters. Brock's back touched the ground Wait first. Why am I defending Brock Lesnar? <laughs> exactly. See what happens. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> You're over here defending Brock Lesnar, who had we haven't seen. When did we last see Brock Lesnar? Well, somebody's got to do it to kill him here. <laughs> <laughs> now the advocate has an advocate <laughs> for the reigning, defending, undisputed universal champion Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I love Paul Heyman. Um, <laughs> so yeah, when was the last time we saw Brock? Brock. Yeah, that's another one. That's another one was this year. Not yeah. Paul Heyman. <laughs> and I keep, I keep saying it. Kells tries to call me a Brock hater. I don't hate Brock. I love Brock Lesnar. I want to see Brock Lesnar in the ring. Suplex City. I got a shirt. I love Suplex City. I love seeing him take people to Suplex City. We, we just want to see the title being defended. Yeah, I just, I want to see him. Like, and even if... You have nothing to do with Brock. Even if... I like it when, I like it when he goes nuts. Yeah. And even... Even if it's not, I'm not even saying he has to be like AJ. AJ wrestles very often, a lot outside of pay per views. AJ, or well, yeah. AJ's not champion anymore, but even still, Daniel Bryan's wrestling like you know on a regular. So it's like everybody else that is, that has had the title, uh, regardless of the circumstances, wrestled on a regular basis. They, it wasn't necessarily every week, but you you saw them. A couple times, few times between pay per views, and Brock disappears, and I don't, I don't like that. It's like you can be a main attraction, okay? If you're gonna just wrestle at a pay per view, I mean, like you look at like Ronda Rousey with no title when she came in. Ronda, Ronda showed her face on a regular basis without ever having a match. So I'm saying Brock could show his face on a regular basis without ever having a match. I mean, if nothing else, for Paul Heyman, because Paul Heyman is extremely entertaining. <laughs> I love hearing Paul Heyman talk smack. So, if nothing, like, I mean, I don't like the fact that I'm sitting here watching wrestling the other night and it hit me that I totally forgot that there was even a universal title. Like, oh, wait, that does exist. Like, that does, we have a champion who we're not going to see. Uh, for another month <laughs> because he's not coming back to a Royal Rumble. And he's gonna wrestle a dude with a with a shattered elbow. <laughs> it's like, it's like come on man. Like we can see him more than that. Who do you who do you see winning that match? I think uh I think I think Braun is finally gonna get his shine. I feel like um, you may not agree about this. I felt like I felt like uh, they, even though Roman was, it seemed like he was getting shot after shot. I felt like he kept getting screwed. He finally got it, and then he had to relinquish it. Okay, but um, I feel like Braun has been in that same predicament where he's, um, and that was why I really wanted Braun to get the title from Brock because I was like, Braun's gonna be there. We're gonna see the champion wrestle, and I was like, more than likely. With this big joker, Braun, uh, Braun Strowman, he's probably gonna he'll wrestle two times a show, <laughs> just because you know. So it's like I feel like he'll make up for it. Like I feel like if you're champion, if you're champion, we need to see you a lot because you're because you're champion because you you're not just rep you're really not just representing yourself anymore. Holding that title means you represent that entire brand, so you need to be there to rep your brand. And I feel like um, I felt like AJ did that. AJ was there on a regular, even if it was just cutting promos. Like I said, it doesn't necessarily have to be wrestling. But I think, yeah, I think Braun would have. I think Braun will be that. So I, I think this is. I think this will be Braun's time. Like they're, they're building up this story. He's real upset because Baron Corbin uh, broke his elbow. So 
He's real upset about that. Um, I really enjoyed his uh, <laughs> his comeback for that at uh, TLC. Um, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. And then he got him again on Monday. <laughs> so I'm like, um, but I feel like. I feel like Braun I feel like Braun could could have wrestled him with one arm. <laughs> He's just that much of a monster. Oh yeah, he could have. <laughs> he really could have wrestled him with one arm. Um I mean he practically wrestled Roman with one arm at one point in time. Him and Roman were both injured. <laughs> so like I think this is I think this is Braun's time. Um if Brock is gonna do his his UFC first person to have titles in two different leagues or whatever he's going to do that thing his time is running short on that I think Braun is going to get it Royal Rumble Braun right. that's my that's my early yeah, prediction keeping the huh? I also think before, before next year is done we will see Braun as champion yeah I think I, I think it's just I just think it's his time I don't know if he'll necessarily be champ for a really long time I think it's his time. I think he'll. I think he'll be champ. Um, let's see. Uh, 2019. What else? Do I think? I'm interested to see this cat. Because uh, you're a lot more into NXT than I've been. Um, that was another highlight that I didn't mention for uh, for my year was uh, NXT Takeover uh, New Orleans before WrestleMania. Um, I did get that. Uh, <laughs> Man, that that opening match, yeah, that's unforgettable. Um, that was my first time seeing uh, Ricochet and the Dream, and it was like all those guys were in that match, and it was like it was crazy. Um, but um, Ricochet is nasty. He's just he's ridiculous. But so is Dream too. And um, but I'm interested to see this guy, uh, uh, Lars Sullivan. Oh yeah. Since he's coming over to, to WWE, they don't they haven't announced which brand he's going to yet. But um, I'm interested to see uh, where he goes and what kind of impact he has. Um, I'm a little concerned because typically, um, I feel like big men kind of get lost in the sauce unless they really come out unless they really come out guns blazing and, and make an impact. Um, like I felt like I felt like I felt like Braun was going that way till they switched up his character, and then they found a, a better way to use him. Um, the, other than just being this big strong guy who just can beat anybody up and nobody can hurt him. Um, especially when they did the mixed match uh, challenge where he was with uh, your girl Alexa. And they kind of gave him a storyline that was way different than anything he had done with the Wyatt family and stuff like that. So I'm interested to see what they do with this guy, uh, Lars Sullivan. Um, I'm interested to see who uh, who else comes over from NXT. Hopefully, uh, it looks like we might see Ricochet and Dream soon come over. That's gonna be that's gonna be crazy. Um, I think Like guys like Dream and Ricochet, would they would they be considered like cruiserweights, or are they cons- bigger than cruiserweights? Um, I don't know. Not in the middle. Okay. Just like. because yeah, they're not huge guys. They, you know. Well, just based off of how they wrestle. Mm-hmm. But Finn Balor, you could put him on. You know, you could put him as a cruiserweight. 
Okay. But they're not. And I feel like that's how Dream Ricochet are. Okay. Yeah, and I asked like that. Like Yeah, and I asked like, that. He was away for a long time, and then he won the World Championship. Yeah, and that's why I asked that because, like, you, they bring back Rey Mysterio, who was a who was a cruiserweight champ. You have people like like AJ, Finn. Um, then um, recently, uh, uh, it's starting to make a splash. Uh, Mustafa Ali, uh, and uh, I'm loving what they've been doing with and, him. And uh, oh, ah, what's the old boy's name? Because uh, he he doesn't speak English. <laughs> and he has the uh, he has the female wrestler who comes down to the ring with him because he was making a little bit of noise too. What's his name? Almas. Yeah, yeah, Almas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I felt like because like those guys, Daniel Bryan, like those guys aren't really big, but they're they're like closer to like cruiserweight side. I feel like they're kind of because um, I feel like the cruiserweight division really kind of fell off like to me the the golden age for cruiserweights to me was like maybe like the 90s and yeah. and that was when they were really big that was like Rey Mysterio in his prime and um, and then it kind of fell off and then they of course tried to bring it back with 205 Live and I feel like it really wasn't taking off and that seems like all of a sudden there's like this surge of like guys who could fit in that division that are kind of making a lot of noise, like Ricochet, Dream, and sitting all the other guys we just mentioned. So I'm wondering if they're uh, if they're bringing them over, like, or would they try to slide them over there to kind of bring that division up a little bit, or would they just put them in the regular roster? Which would be either way would be yeah, interesting not, to see. As long, yeah, I, if we can get. By uh, this time next year, when we when we do our nineteen review, twenty nineteen review, if we can talk about AJ Styles having matches with Ricochet, ooh, ooh, that's ooh. all I want. Ooh, it can be it can be garbage. The whole wrestling landscape can be garbage <laughs> the whole year. As if we get Ricochet and AJ Styles. Then I'll look at it and say that was a good year. <laughs> but what about the other eleven months? It doesn't matter. <laughs> like every, I didn't say one match. I'm, I'm not about like give, give, give us a few. Yeah, yeah, like a series but of matches. Like, that would make it a good year, and anything else good that happened would be icing on the cake. Yeah, that would be man. That would be a nice. That'd be a nice match. AJ. It, you mean like you mean like what was it TLC last year when AJ fought Finn Balor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw Finn. I, I think Finn's gonna have a good 2019. I'm thinking Finn's gonna step up this year and get back to. I hope so. Cause I felt like Finn was on a major rise till he got hurt and. 2019, I want to see more of the Demon King. <laughs> I, well, you got that's, that's special occasion. I know, but I I felt like I felt like there wasn't enough. I felt like we didn't get enough of Demon King. I felt like we only got like well, a little the, splash. I felt like I want to see more of the well, Demon this King. This wasn't the most special year for him. Yeah. So maybe next year you'll get something. Yeah, I think 2019 is gonna be a big year. Oh, another guy I think is gonna be a big year. Now, this was like kind of like like when when New Day first started I felt like New Day was really annoying but now they've caught on and I really like New Day and uh, matter of fact because I even sat here and watched the uh, the special they did I think it was Wednesday night the, uh, where they did like the highlights of 2018 I watched it and I enjoyed it because I was like these dudes are ridiculous the way they did this they did this like a big kid show <laughs> but clearly no kids are watching this because it's coming on at 10 o'clock at night and, <laughs> and it was like they were just so silly with it. It was just like, okay, they really found gold with this with these three guys and the way they've done New Day. And um another person that kind of falls in line with that for me is Leo Rush. 
I couldn't stand Leo Rush at first. And Leo Rush has grown on to me. That that southern drawl in his voice and everything. <laughs> the man of the hour with the almighty Bobby Lashley. Like, I don't even really like Bobby Lashley any more than I did before. <laughs> I still don't like really care for Bobby Lashley. But I'll, I'll take Bobby Lashley because I can see Leo Rush. It's like, Leo Rush is... Is uh is is great. He's like, he, to me, he's like an up and coming Paul Heyman. And I was about to say, you get you get the two of them on screen going back and forth. Yeah, that would be amazing. Now I now I would really like to see Brock versus Bobby with with those two factors, Paul Heyman and Leo Rush, and also, um, I've been seeing like highlights of his matches. And I'm like, this dude is like freaking Spider-Man. <laughs> like the way he can... Oh my God. I'm like, like the, the first time I saw it was, wasn't, wasn't even a match. It was when he was uh, coming down to the ring to help Bobby Lashley. Um, and somebody ran at him and he straight jumped over top of him, just flat footed. And I went, oh my god! Like, <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? And he like jumped on the apron and did a backflip. And I was like, okay, like this dude is amazing. Why isn't he wrestling? I didn't even realize he was a wrestler. And then I started oh, I, seeing. I, I, him. I started watching him about four years ago. I was like, about three or four years ago in CZW, he was nuts. Dude, yeah, he's yeah, he's gonna have a, he's gonna have a great twenty nineteen. And I've been I've been oh. seeing his uh, I started following him on Instagram and so I've been seeing the highlights from his wrestling matches on 205 and I'm like, yeah, this dude's a beast. <laughs> like y'all have had another gold mine. This dude's a beast. I was like, he's a great he's a great talker. And then and was, yeah, it's like I said at first I was just like, oh man, who is this guy? Like this guy's annoying. <laughs> and then it's just like, no, he's actually pretty good. Like that's his that's his angle. Like that's his angle. Real cocky, real flamboyant or whatever. And yeah, and then it's just like I'm like he doesn't need Bobby Lashley. He's helping Bobby Lashley out, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, 2019 for the man of the hour. <laughs> yeah, 2019 for Leo Rush. <laughs> and um. Hopefully, uh, and hopefully, we see your girl come back, uh, 2019, back in full form, um, Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Yeah, because. It's always good. This is <clears throat> yeah, I, w- I definitely want to see her uh, see her back in the mix. I mean, I mean, we're we're completely unbiased on this show. I, I know, I know. Yeah. No one, no one on here right now. No one, no one named Sam Blackwell has any type of affinity for Alexa Bliss at all. Oh no, no, no way. No way. What the who? <laughs> That's crazy. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I, I, you know what? I'm the correct guy. You, you meant to say thank you, Lynch. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it happens. So, yeah, hopefully we'll see Alexa back. Hopefully this um this triple threat match with Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky is for real. Hopefully that, that is happening since Ronda did step in. That was another thing, too, I thought that they were trying to use when, when she stepped in and, um, uh, Helped Oscar to win the title at uh, TLC. I thought that that was another way of them kind of teasing at it because the fans definitely didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, she definitely got booed doing that. <clears throat> oh yeah, but yeah, but um, it's gonna be a good year though. Yeah, I think so. I can't wait for um, I can't wait for the Rumble to see what happens. See what happens, what goes down at the Rumble. I'll be glad when the monster is back. Hopefully, he'll come back and be getting some gold around his waist. I mean, he had a really good 2018. Uh, just other than just falling short of winning the title. Yeah. 
LeBron had a had a really good year. Any um any 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 uh any uh tag teams uh stand out to you right now? That you... I mean, I didn't expect the new day to still be around for one thing. <laughs> You know, so any, anything they do right now is, you know, okay, cool. Because I didn't like them at first. It got really annoying. Mm. <clears throat> but it worked for some reason. And I, I, as much as we've seen it, give me some more matches with New Day and Usos. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't care how, that's one of those, I don't care how much we've seen it. I want to keep seeing it. Because their matches are so good. Like the, I know I talk about people having the chemistry, but those two groups, those two teams, are so good in the ring together. I, I like the I like the I like the balance with them too because the new day is like very very like happy happy joy joy really uh, yeah. goofy silly, and then the Usos bring that dark side. But they, but they bring flair to it. Like it's not just like, just a mean, somber dark. It's like a, it's like a very amped hype dark. Yeah. So it's like they, like yeah, the combination does work well together. On top of the, on top of that, the athleticism of the two, of the two teams. And also, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Oh yeah, they came up. Uh, I, was actually, I, I like seeing them together. I was like, with, with them, I was like, oh, this is this isn't gonna last. Yeah, it was like this is this not gonna last. This is not gonna last at all. <laughs> like we're gonna like in two weeks, we're not even gonna remember this happened. And then it's like, no, nah, wait, like, like they're it, actually it like one of those. Uh, it was like one of those petty long. We're now having a tag team match kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then they they brought that thing together, man. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Speaking of, um, what happened to the Bludgeon Brothers? <laughs> oh, they had, they they got injured. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they both got injured. Yeah, they both got surgery. Uh, okay. I mean, Luke Harper, he, he, he did something to his wrist. And then Aaron Rowan tore his bicep. Dang. Okay, I didn't realize that. You, you, want to talk about, you, want to, you want to talk about a team we haven't seen in forever. How random was it seeing Gallows and Anderson? <laughs> right. They, they've been, like, gone for forever. Like, what? And then they just, they try to pop up like they've been, like they've just been killing it. <laughs> all year long and it's like no nah, you really haven't <laughs> they, they, they've been killing the couch with that much we've been on <laughs> right which, yeah. I, which I hate because I actually like them as a team yeah it was like I just remember uh, like the thing like they like, were doing when they came over I thought this is great but I mean, maybe they can do something with the with the bullet club over here and then they didn't and then yeah yeah, I don't know. It's like the last thing I remember was they were hyping up uh, Anderson having abs and Gallows was trying to get abs. Like, that was like their little, like, backstage thing. Yeah. They had going. And then all of a sudden, it's like they just poof, they disappeared. And then they just popped back up. And it was like, okay, where have you guys been? <laughs> like. Right. So, I don't know. So, maybe they'll, uh, maybe they'll. Maybe they'll be in the strong for for twenty nineteen. I'd like to see. Um, I'd like to see the uh, uh, revival uh, do something in twenty nineteen too. I mean, they won that fatal four way. I mean, I think I think they're I think they're a really good slept on tag team because they're they're like the they're like the spurs of wrestling like they're just like really efficient really good but they're not they're not exciting like entertaining in that sense to watch like 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 a new day or anything like that they're um they're good for like the older older fans yeah they remind like they're me good, they're good for like our parents 
they they remind me of like they make me they make the first thing that comes to mind when I think of them, I think of like Arn Anderson. I was thinking only Arn Anderson. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it's like That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Like not not exciting, not exciting, not, not a not a whole lot of flair to it. It's just come in the ring, wrestle, win, and keep it moving. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking the exact same thing, and, <laughs> and not just because Scott Dawson kind of looks like Arn Anderson. <laughs> well, yeah, he does. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> If if he could if he could master Arn Anderson's DDT, it's a wrap. <laughs> Honestly, I think he could. I mean, nobody can be Arn Anderson, but he could probably he could probably get close. He could probably pull it off though. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, Sam, hold Sam, hold on real quick. <clears throat> hey. Hey, I'll talk to you in a minute. I'm doing a recording. So you hollering is best out of. Give me like 10 minutes. Well, you gotta wait. I gotta finish this. Give me 10 minutes. Okay, I'm back. Are you good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got some stuff on right. here I gotta take care of, so I'm gonna have to get ready to wrap this up. <clears throat> but yeah, so So yeah, so I guess we're gonna um this is gonna be our last this is gonna be our last show for twenty nineteen. This these are our our highlights, lowlights of twenty eighteen, our predictions some of our predictions for next year. We're looking forward to a great year in the WWE. Oh, um and also this year they'll start uh broadcasting on Fox. This year as well before I uh, forget about that. I oh think, yeah. I think that doesn't start till yeah, like sir. October. Um so that'll that'll be interesting. We'll see WWE on on uh national TV on Fox. That'll that'll be real interesting to see how that how that helps out the brand. Yeah, and I think that's gonna be um that's gonna be SmackDown's show uh time. Yeah. For Fox. So <clears throat> maybe we'll maybe we'll see SmackDown get even bigger over the course of the year. And maybe that's maybe that's the I don't know. Maybe that's a, a method to the madness. Um with the strong with the strong ending for SmackDown this year. Yeah, well, and maybe that's why they put more consistency into SmackDown. Yeah, because uh, there are going to be a lot more eyes on it than probably that they've had before. Yeah, that makes sense. Organized chaos, as they like to call it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sam, that's going that's going to be it for us, man. To let them know how to uh, how to reach you on social media. Drummer 93, you know what it is. Talk wrestling, talk music, talk to me. Let me know you're here. And don't forget, Sam got those bars. <laughs> oh my god, here we go. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm gonna break it up ran. every time. Sam got those bars. Make sure y'all follow him on Instagram so y'all can hear, uh, so y'all can hear Sam with the bars in the car. <laughs> up at uh, Damo underscore CN3D. That's D-A-M-O underscore S-E-A-Y-N the number three and D. And then also hit us up at Outsiders Edge on Instagram and Twitter. And then our advocate who's not here there's Jake Kells who does his uh, his other podcast about the Dallas Cowboys which he should be wrapping that up for the year too because their season's over. Um, <laughs> you can reach him at Star Talk three one eight on uh, Instagram and Twitter as well. 
So, and then also hit us up. We don't just do wrestling. We do all other sports. Like I said, J. Kells does football. We got a few other guys who do football. We do baseball. We do fantasy football leagues. All that stuff. We got all of that. Just hit us up at MTMV Sports. So, that's it for the Outsiders Edge for 2018. This is Damo and Sam, and we are out. Peace. See you next year. Time, time for some, time for some action.